You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today, today you are in for a treat because got my good friend Les Jensen on the line with us and he is going to be sharing just well we're going to be exploring together the concept of expanding the human persona and and what this means uh Les is a dear friend we've been on his show a few times as a family as individuals uh, he's been on the network multiple times and we just we just absolutely love and adore Les and the work that he's doing in the world and um because he's connecting and interacting with people at a level of truth and a level of understanding a level of realizing that we are so much more than what the world says we are and that when we can look at ourselves for the brilliance in our design and how our minds work how we experience what we experience and what we can learn from our experiences well less just happens to be an expert in all of those areas less welcome to the show Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Les, you, you are by far one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, the conversation <laughs> that you had with, with Neva about bridging generations, uh, just absolutely beautiful. So from just in all sincerity and authenticity from a father, just know that thank you, because it's those types of conversations from other people besides me and mom that that matter in helping develop her human persona so she understands how to navigate it and and run it at its optimal speed so thank you for that gift nice uh my delight thank you uh, so let's talk to me more about this you're you're the ceo and founder of new human living what what is this concept i mean i know what it is but for the listener what what is this idea of expanding the human persona what does that mean to you well the most powerful substance on the planet i suggest bar none is human consciousness and it's really the consciousness element of human consciousness at least a billion prayers have been prayed to the idea of god with a capital g and she's not going to show up. God with a capital G is not going to ride into town and, and wave a wand and turn the slums into palaces. It's We're here for the human experience. But, but the catcher is human consciousness. That consciousness is no different than source or God consciousness. So every one of us is the embodiment of the power of, of the divine, of God personified in this slow motion karmic tsunami <laughs> <laughs> you can see the wave coming but for some reason it doesn't always feel like you can run, run away from it and folks if you don't what i'm saying we're not talking about we're not talking about you know the hardships of life no no that's that's simple it's the fact that that giant tsunami that's coming for you 
is the end of the journey, right? It's the it's the fact that you can't outrun that wave. So we, how do we go about making the most of our time now, Les? How how do we look at the world different than than what it's wanting to tell us? Well, f- first of all, take a big chill pill because we signed up for this. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't become a skilled sailor in a calm sea. You just don't. And so the classroom of planet Earth is for really old souls, really advanced souls that want to master the art of discovering the power of love when there's no love to be found. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the magic, right? Is being able to find that for yourself. Yeah, within us. Yeah, and that's... That, that really is when, when you can flip the lens, right, and look at it for what we came here to actually experience and lessons that we get to learn. You realize that it's like, like I love the description. It's just it's a, it's a roller coaster ride that's trying to outrun it's a slow motion frame of a suit. You know, you're running away from a tsunami and it's, it's going to catch you. It always does, right? This is where the concept of, you know, you can't take it with you comes into play so then then what what are we truly here to do and experience well bring it about and and face the tsunami and then punch it um (laughs) i love it the, the the tsunami is just a momentum of sorts of thousands of years of ignorance and separation and ignorance and separation don't have any power of their own. They consume, they consume power, and so they cannot be sustained. It's time for us to recognize that we are the point of presence. We are the the uh, end game, so to speak. In that, whatever we put our attention on will fulfill. And so, it's to look the tsunami in the eye. And, and then transcend that narrative and daydream and, and bring into our persona the vibrational equivalent. It, it, I mean, in the laws of physics, it's the answer of our prayers. You pray to God and she's up there and, and we're like, you know, the, the suffer index is off the charts down here. What the hell can we do? Um, the answer to the prayer is a vibrational equivalent of, of what we need to embody that will transform and transcend the existing narrative. Mm, I love this. And, and when we get back from break, we're going to, we're going to dive down the, this rabbit hole even further. I want to, I want to visualize it even further with you, Les, of what it, what it means to stand and face that tsunami and punch it. I, I've got all sorts of visuals that are coming to my mind that we can play around <laughs> and then we space together. So before we go on break, Les, where can where can people go find more information about you? Um, my platform is newhumanliving.com. And to know more about me personally is lesjensen.com. Fantastic, folks. Les is an amazing soul that you want to connect with his perspective and outlook on life and what he helps people come to for themselves is extremely extremely powerful stay with us we'll be right back hi everyone i'm tonya don reckla executive director of superpower experts are you ready to master your life are you looking for more calm and peace 
connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Les Jensen. Les, before the break, we were talking about just what this expanding the human persona means and that the, the visual you gave of the slow motion tidal wave that we're that we're running from that we just can't seem to escape and i love the, the visual you get, gave of we just got to learn to turn and, and face it and punch the tsunami and what what comes to my mind is is the the vision of like the singularity right of of right. neo and the neo and the matrix punching <laughs> through the illusion of 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 ignorance right because that's really what death is right death is just that blissful ignorance of us not remembering or not knowing who we are in in this experience in our in our human form and, and punching through that wave we realize that we can we can we can actually surf that wave well we can remember, actually ride uh, it the- the the neo uh, archetype. If you think of the scene, I think it was the second movie that uh, Neo's surrounded by an ocean of Smiths, an ocean mm-hmm. of illusions, and he he, yeah. he doesn't get in a fist fight with them. Light comes from within. The power yeah. comes from within, and so if you peel away all the all the fret and worry, um, the the whole railroad, the the whole narrative is run on source consciousness, and and the the idea of evil has has no power of its own. It runs on top of divine consciousness. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely agree one hundred percent because when you reach that level of awareness, realizing that our thoughts, when we're tapped in and we're connected, we're in flow. And we can see things, experience things, experience things through through the lens of love. It, it's yes. not a lot of people want to want to say, "Oh, that's naivety, right?" That's all like, "No, that's not." That's your rose-colored glasses, and and it's really not because you're going to choose the other. When when we know how reality is created, how is it that people can withstand? great amounts of stress and tension and whatnot yet still remain calm through everything isn't that the goal isn't that the purpose wouldn't we don't we want that as part of our human programming and you and i less know we both know that's got available to us so why why do you think people are afraid are afraid of the tsunami and why is it do we are they what what's holding them back from fully living the full human experience of riding that wave rather than running from it? Well, uh, within their personal energy persona is an accumulation of uh, emotional um, baggage, so to speak, uh, memories, unresolved uh, um, life history over many lifetimes. And when when the collective stirs up an emotional wave through saber rattling and and whatnot, th- that enters our persona and everything that that's within our persona that resonates with that gets upset. A lot of times this happens on a subconscious level. 
but we we turn on the news, we we hear a fear storm, and we drop into reaction. We're having a reaction to a stimulus. And the, and the gift of the stimulus is showing us attributes of our own psyche, our own persona that we haven't resolved. And to stay in the feeling of the reaction without judgment, staying grounded, and literally burning off any energy that comes up in our psyche, we can literally cleanse and purify ourselves. So when that next identical wave comes, we have no reactive pattern which means we have no energy in our psyche that is in resonance with the fear. And when we have no resonance with the fear, then our wand starts working. Yeah. It's, um, I, uh, thank you for the reflection. This is, um, I love finding truth in conversation with, with others. I mean, the words that you speak, the, the vernacular that you use, it's, very much in alignment with with what we use here at Superpower Experts, what I use in my personal life. I see the picture clearly. I get it. I understand it. Um, and it's it's what we've incorporated in, into our what, what we use in, in what we call our CIFA process. I don't know if Tony has talked to you about CIFA yet, less, but I think it's something that you're going to really enjoy. Um, we can talk about it more after the show. But this what you what you just encapsulated there is just that, and folks. I just want to take a moment here because typically we, we we talk about business on the show and this this conversation may not seem like business, but let me assure you, this is business. This is how we experience life. And can you imagine what your organization would look like when you're experiencing business and work and paying your bills and all those kinds of things would look like and feel like if you could crack this code? So, so less. What's, what's the magic sauce? What, what worked for you? What got you to where you're at today? Well, there's probably a collage of attributes I took on myself. One, of course, was to clean, the, clean my personal energy persona by releasing unresolved energy, memory, karmic momentum in my psyche. Another one was to teach my ego not to be afraid of the passion of my heart. My my heart can be very fierce and powerful. And before I recognized that it was my ego that would not give it a an audience that, that would keep it shut down, it was a very powerful thing to recognize that when I was being inspired by my heart, that that was a real thing. It didn't need any vetting. It didn't need any quantification. And perhaps a third thing is to understand that the vision that my soul has for my life, my ego cannot comprehend. So if you want to talk from a from a business attribute, if if you get out of your mind and let your heart and your soul guide you in your in your ways of business, you'll accomplish multiples um, thousands of times your potential if your ego alone, um, was the sole determinant of your thoughts, feelings, and actions. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the difference of like how far you can take yourself by yourself versus <laughs> how far how far can you how can, how far can you go when you got God on your side, right? Right. It's essentially, it's essentially what it comes down to, and it and it's it's in that identification of letting go of our ego that allows us to connect in further with others, which means we can amplify what we're doing together 
because we've removed our egos. That's how this applies to business. Right. And then we be, it's like a flock of birds. When we, when we all operate from our heart and our soul, before the storm even comes, we respond as a flock. And, and uh, an elegance, a grace comes to, to the tribe, to the herd, where our wake is, ha, has no more ripples of struggle or suffering. Yeah, yeah, this is, um, we've seen it, right? We, we, we know it's possible. We've experienced it in brief moments of our time, right? We see basketball teams and football teams that get into what we call that flow state of one another because they're so rehearsed, they're so practiced that they just know and trust that's where the other person's going to be. If ego was there, and we've seen this on the, on the, on the sports field as well, right? When ego is involved, the teams don't do so well. They're, they're out of sync. They don't, they don't connect. They don't flow. They don't win. Right. And then of course they blame everybody else on the team for it. I'm not saying the chargers are, are that, but <laughs> that well, the, my the, story, that's what I witnessed, but that's, that's just an example, right. Of, well, of how ego can get in the way of it. So how do we, how do we want more? How do we get more of that less? Well, the, um, the role of the ego has been really bastardized over the years. And uh, if you think of a projector that projects a, an image on a screen or a wall, um, you ha- um, there's a lens. And the, the role of the ego is the lens. Um, the ego translates 3D reality into a holodeck of experience. But... Mm. But the real wisdom, the real effect um, comes from the image in the gate, image in the projector. And and that's where our higher consciousness can feed us streams of potentials that far transcend what our ego would ever come up on its own. So how do we do that? We we stretch our imagination. Uh, we, We hone our trust of our intuition that there was a uh, probably about a decade in my life that I decided to trust my inspiration impeccably. So I'm driving down the freeway in an antique car with my kids in the car. And all of a sudden the steering wheel has like 20 degrees more play than normal. And I asked my intuition, am I safe? And my intuition said, yes. And so I drove home and the kids got out and whatnot. And, uh, the next day, while it was parked, I got in and just jerked on the steering wheel to see if I could recognize the problem more, and it popped loose and started spinning like a pinwheel. I would have lost complete <laughs> control of the car. And wow. you might say, why am I putting my children at risk or, or myself? What the hell does the word trust mean if you're going to second <laughs> guess it? <laughs> Especially when it comes to your intuition, right? That's right. And so, and there was many instances um, where my intuition said, I'm safe. The only question I'd ask, I'd be coming into some, some unknown outcomes and some potential problems. And I'd ask one question, am I safe? And if the answer was yes, I would let go and not worry. And, and that's the kind of trust we need if we're ever going to be able to leverage the power of the 
of the wisdom of our soul and the passion of our hearts, because those two are a powerful, powerful combination. And if our ego is intimidated by that, well, we might as well stand down and go have a beer. (laughs) That is a great visual. You know what? I'm going to sit this one out. And that's the, but I love the fact that you bring it back to that, right? Fear, because that's what the ego responds to. And that's what it's designed to respond to, right? The ego is, I, I've always looked at it from a place of the ego is not really protecting me. The ego is trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, the, right? The ego is karmic concrete until you discipline it. Yeah, it's it's one of those, coming from ego means that I, I I'm... So I'm subjecting myself to everything that it's going to ping on in the matrix, right? In right. in in the world as to what ping, 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 ping. Yeah. But when I when you learn to let it go and train it, because it serves a purpose, it, it's designed absolutely. to keep you safe. It's designed to keep you safe, right? It's great for it's great for the creature element, right? Of like, mm, that looks like I might die. I'm good, right? But at the same time, we can't live and exist in that space if we want to create at our, in, in the way, in, at, at our full potential. We have to be able to rise above the ego, overcome our fear, and find faith and trust our intuition to be able to build the roller coaster as we go along. Right. This is good stuff, Les. So <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, – I'm just going to ask – so when you get here, right, when you get there and you realize that even amongst the chaos, even amongst the, the rapid changes that may be coming at us in our world, in our business, in, in our life, in our relationships, with our children, with coworkers, with family members, with politics, with all of that, when you finally get to the space of bring it. It's just, it's because it's nothing. It does, it's not even real. What do you do from that space? What does life look like from that altitude for you? There's an extreme, extreme and very deep sense of freedom. And, And that freedom is actually a really good compass to discern choices. Um, the, the soul, the sovereignty of the soul is, is a requirement of true divine power through the human persona, through the human genome. The soul knows what the hell it's doing far more than any ego or Western academics can conjure up. Uh, And and to learn to trust that, um, there's a freedom that happens because when you when you observe now i've worked in broadcast television news for 40 years and they're all about triggering emotional responses in your psyche but once once you value those triggers as a mechanism to discern unresolved energy in your psyche you want them to come so you can purify your persona more and more and more and set yourself free more and more and more. And then the soul gets big ass smile on its face 
and kind of moves in and you get inspired a hundred times a day instead of once or twice and mm -hmm. synchronicity goes up through the roof and and the ego is just really batshit happy because it doesn't have to decide anything. The burden of carrying your life is off the shoulders of your ego. Yeah, it doesn't. It, that that is literally the concept of turning over yourself to spirit, to turning yourself over to God. Whatever that faith walk looks like for for each person, that that is the magic and brilliance of getting to that space and being able to create that space, and more importantly, be able to walk in the world from that space. And I, I love the visual that you get. Love the vernacular that I would use would be that's that's the forging, right? Training training ourselves out of the ego to learn and trust spirit more in our decision-making process that that is a forging process and it is it can be challenging especially you know um if you have if you've had your awakening later on in life right um kids nowadays are seeming to be born free a lot of that karmic baggage you know thankfully and he was a a phenomenal reflection of that because she's got wonderful mentors like you and uh, and everybody else that's been on the sh her show and our shows to to reflect upon that for her, and so she's she's she like exists in that space, and she's twelve, she's still a kid, yeah. and she's still getting her her she's still getting her own ego forged, and she's learning it. But it's that walk that I think is what ultimately we're we're looking for, isn't that what we're all saying? Less what all the all the healers, all the spiritual guides, what all the coaches, what we're, what we're all saying, isn't that what we're actually saying? Yeah, I, I like the the visual of you're trying to build a sandcastle on on the edge of the shore, and you've you've made quite a place for yourself, uh, and it's a very very nice sandcastle. And here comes high tide, and the first waves start lapping at the sandcastle, and your sense of self is all tied up in this castle. Your ego's identity is tied up in the wake of your past. This is who I am. This is what I have created. This is me. And here comes yet another wave and damn it, it's, it's eroding my sense of self. <laughs> well, um, there's a point where, where you go around the other side of the sandcastle and when the wave comes, you push it into the ocean. You push the sandcastle, you surrender, you abandon perhaps your, your sense of self of who you thought you were. Someone who thinks some like I, I don't really like symbols. Um, I was tutoring somebody, and and he said, "Well, God, you're a genius." I'm like, "Oh, please, God, don't call me that, because one of these days I'm going to really piss you off, and that's going to shatter that um, all the hell." Why don't we just not use symbols? And and, and uh, symbols are the measuring stick of the ego. And, and we assign value to them, and then we assign um, merit to ourselves based on that value. But the really powerful persona, what the soul wants is an ego that shows up with no sense of identity, because the um, you want to be able to act out in any archetype your soul prefers in the moment. And if you see yourself as some righteous uh, academic um, accomplish uh, persona, 
there's a whole arena that collapses as far as choices that your ego would embrace in the moment that also collapses possible outcomes of what the soul could have accomplished in that same moment, if that makes sense. It makes absolute sense. It, it makes absolute sense. It wasn't going to make sense till later. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, well, I've, I've been walking this path to my friends, so it makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> it, it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's the, um, and I love the sandcastle imagery, right? Of just, uh, yeah, we, we have to be willing to let it go. Let it go. We have to be, we have to be willing to, you know, in, in Christian doctrine, it'd be, you know, I think it's anything, right? It's all pretty much the same. It's, it's the concept of surrender. Yes. Of just surrender to the flow of what's going to happen, knowing that you can choose to fight and stay in fear the entire way, or you can lean into knowing this God, faith, spirit, whatever you want to call it, to navigate life through a place of harmony, peace, love. And you know what's amazing, Les, what I realized, and maybe you can affirm this for me, is that in doing so, in relationship especially, life is so much more rich. Indeed, very much so. Uh, the there's a deep sense of satisfaction at the not only the ego level but the heart and soul level that can happen every day of the journey. If you're not enjoying every day of the journey, there's more to be learned until you are enjoying every day of the journey. I think there's something worth saying about the ego too, though. Um, we talk about the ego being empty and and um, non-resistant to the impulse of the heart and the soul, but the ego is actually a portal of energy that accelerates the ability to manifest. And the way it does that is with joy and excitement. When the ego sees a vision for what's possible and gets excited and, and gets joyful, how cool would that be? Oh, my gosh, it would be wonderful to have this and that. We're literally amplifying the impulse, the vision of our soul with our ego through joy and excitement. And that accelerates the uh, the attraction mechanism and brings it into fruition at a faster pace. Uh, mm. So often we talk about the ego as, as being some kind of a tool in the shed, but it, it can actually amplify the energy of the moment through the vehicle of joy and excitement. Mm. I absolutely love that. That completely resonates with me yeah that right there is um <laughs> wow yeah that right there folks because what 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 let's just said is that you get to play too that's right you still get to, you still get to be excited you still get to have fun but know who's controlling the ship the the ego can fuel it the ego can drive it but it's not the one that should be creating with it because if the because if it's the one that's creating it it will bring in all its fear programs as well you have to let spirit do the creating and let the ego and the excitement of the synergy in conjunction and in flow with spirit 
makes it happen. I love that visual. Thank you so much for that. You bet. Well, we're here for the human experience, and a huge part of that human experience is our is experienced through our ego. So our our ego is a big part of the divine idea of what it feels like to personify the human genome in a karmic tsunami, discover your mm. truth, and then, I mean, how how what a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time to be alive. Well, it is. It really is, folks. This conversation you can hear, you, you can tell, Les and I can talk about this kind of stuff for hours on end. So um, I'm going to let you go explore Les's website so you can learn more from him and what he has to share about karma and energy and, and ego and spirit and how to create with that. Les, one more time before we before we close down, where can people go find more information about you? My uh, platform is newhumanliving.com. There's a radio tab there. We have 12 years of interviews. That's wonderful. And to learn more about me, you can go to lesjensen.com. Fantastic. Les, thank you so much for being here today. It is always a pleasure to connect with kindred spirits in this space. And I I honor and appreciate and love you for it. So thank you for being here. Justin, thank you for having me on the show. I'm so delighted. Folks, till then, go out there, upgrade your own human persona, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.